are you willing to move forward with an aid package for Ukraine if you're a speaker? I'm, I'm, I'm against that. Uh, what I understand is at some point we're going to have to deal with this appropriation process in the right way. And we're going to try to do that in the next, what would be down to 41 days. Um, the most pressing issue on Americans' minds is not Ukraine. It is the border situation and it is crime on the street. That was Congressman Jim Jordan talking to our colleague Manu Raja. Of course, he's now a top candidate to be the next House Speaker. He has also been part of a minority group of Republicans that have really driven opposition to more Ukraine aid over the course of the last several months. Now, just moments ago, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky weighed in on the chaos in Washington, conceding that the U.S. is going through a, quote, difficult election period. This, as CNN has new exclusive reporting, that the U.S. is transferring weapons it seized from Iran to Ukraine. CNN's Frederick Plaikin is live for us in eastern Ukraine with more. Fred, we talk so much about the politics of this or the, the numbers of this, the on-the-ground mm. version of this. Explain to people what this actually means, what this fight is in reality. Yeah, on the ground here, the Ukrainians certainly extremely concerned about some of the things, Phil, that they're hearing out of Washington. And the reason for that is they say any delays in aid coming uh, from the United States could cost them a lot of lives on the battlefield because they're already suffering critical ammo shortages. We were with some units fighting on the front line, and we saw that firsthand. Here's what we witnessed. The artillery troops need to move fast. Russian drones might be in the air. Line up, calibrate, fire. Three rockets, that's it, even though this grad launcher would be more effective firing large salvos. It's not very precise, the soldier named Alex says. It also depends on the weather and the range. It would be good to have more precise rockets or guided ones. But the Ukrainians are running short on even these unguided Soviet-era rockets, and ammo shortages are a problem across the battlefield here in eastern Ukraine. Soldiers from the 80th Airborne Assault Brigade have a quick snack, then get ready to fire their Western-donated howitzer. The American 105-millimeter shells, a valuable but increasingly scarce commodity. The Ukrainians call this the sniper rifle of their artillery because it's so accurate, but it also illustrates one of the big problems they have. They have plenty of barrels to fire from, but not enough ammunition to fire. Battery Commander Miron telling me the lack of shells means his forces are badly outgunned here. It's hard to give precise numbers, he says, but I think they fire 10 times for every round we fire. Sometimes it's 1 to 100. The Russians are constantly taking aim at this area, though the Ukrainians say they're making gains pushing Vladimir Putin's army back, even using combat helicopters close to the front line. Kiev says it needs more ammo to sustain its offensives both here in the east and in the south. But the U.S. budget impasse could mean further delays. On top of that, NATO is warning its members are running dangerously low themselves. We started to give away from half full or lower warehouses in Europe, and therefore the bottom of the barrel is now visible. For the Ukrainian artillery troops, that means rationing will probably continue, all while trying to support their advancing soldiers on the ground. Fred, th thank you for that. It's such a, so important for people to see that as this fight in Washington over funding is going on. I just wonder if the Ukrainians and leaders there are concerned that if there is not more aid from the United States, is there a domino effect with other countries? 
I think that that's one of the biggest concerns that the Ukrainians have. And, and, you know, you look at some of the things that have been happening in the past, and, and especially European NATO countries giving weapons uh, to Ukraine. A lot of those countries did that because they knew that the United States was doing that as well. And I think one of the main sort of uh, um, examples of that is main battle tanks. The main battle tanks that have been given, for instance, by Germany and other countries called the Leopard 2, the Germans only allowed that to happen because the Biden administration also said that it was going to give main battle tanks, Abrams main battle tanks, to the Ukrainians. And so all countries then in on that. So certainly the Ukrainians definitely extremely concerned that if that big security umbrella from the United States were to go away, if the United States were to stop giving weapons or would considerably give fewer weapons, that other countries might become more reluctant as well. It's a big concern that we hear from soldiers on the ground. It's also, of course, a big concern for people like Volodymyr Zelensky, who's in Spain right now, but also those immediate concerns as well, Poppy, with the Ukrainians on the ground telling us they need that flow of ammo to increase and to keep going. If it doesn't keep going, they say they might be able to defend the areas uh, that they have right now, but certainly be very difficult for them to advance, Poppy.